0: That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of the Modern Jeepers
1: Show. Guys, a suspension lift does not change how much weight your rig can carry. That well, has but, nothing to do with how much weight your rig can hold. Just because it sits level and you have 10,000 pounds in the bed of your rig.
0: The Modern Jeepers Show. The show about jeeps, jeeping, and jeepers. Jeepers. <laughs> Hello Modern Jeepers, Mattson from Medical Care and welcome to episode 243 of the Modern Jeepers Show. Welcome to another live episode. This episode was recorded live, meaning that Corey, Jesse, and I were streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and X during the show, which meant many of you could ask us anything, and you did. By the way, thank you to all who took the time last week to help the cause to save Moab. The fight is not over. As always, we're incredibly grateful for this episode to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Bestop, Best Milestar Tires, Rugged Radios, Nacho Lighting, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Globe. By the way, if you do like this episode, or heck, even if you don't, please smash that like button, give a five-star review, and share it with your friends. Now sit back, relax with a cold one, and enjoy episode 243 of the Modern Jeepers Show. <music> Well, hey, Modern Jeepers is another episode of the Modern Jeeper show, and this is our second live show, really kind of officially, because we've done more than that. But hey, I'm here, Mattson from Metal Cloak, and of course, Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, buddy. Hey, Rockstar Jeep girl, Jesse. What's
2: going on? Come
1: on? Where are you guys at? We are in between Phoenix and Vegas, outside of a little town called Wickenburg, Arizona.
0: Wickenburg, Wickenburg. And I asked that question before, but where the heck is Wickenburg?
2: We're out here petting yes. the cactus.
1: Yeah, there's um there's actually Wickenburg's a pretty cool town. It um I used to come here years ago when Rich and Shelly were holding Wee Rock events. Uh in fact I am not sure they do Wickenburg, Arizona anymore, but there's some some really cool uh, little rock trails around here and we're kinda next to a highway, so I apologize for the, the sound if it gets loud.
0: Yeah, not a problem, not a problem. I can't hear anything, so we're good. By the way, guys, yes, you can, you can go and uh and uh, join us in comments. You can. This is live, right? This is live. That means you guys can comment. Whether you're on social media, we have it on Modern Jeeper YouTube. We have it on Metal Cloak YouTube. We have it on Modern Jeeper Facebook. We have Metal Cloak Facebook. And we have it on Twitter. X, excuse me. You can go and just type your comments, and we'll see them and catch them and make comments about them and interact. And this is also what's cool about it because we get to interact with you guys while we're doing the show. So it's not just about the crazy stuff we can think about. It's also the crazy stuff you can think about. <laughs> So, yeah. so, what's what's happened in the last week in the oh, world, man. Corey and Jesse?
1: So, we've added another about 90 CTIs to our database. Um, we had stops uh, on the east side of Arizona, outside of Phoenix, the east side of Phoenix, um, with our friend Andrew and Let's Roll Off-Road. Um, we were out there on, on Saturday. Sunday, we're at Wolf Off-Road, Angie and John. And Matt's shop and, and his wife down at modern off-road last night. Um, yeah, I mean, another, we did like 34, then 30 and 22 yesterday. I mean, it's been, it's been a busy three days for sure.
0: That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, that's the one thing they don't do. Corey and Jesse do not stop. You guys keep going and going and going. Um, and that's like, that's great. Cause that means I can stop occasionally, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes
1: yeah, it's weird though when we're, we're we're so busy like this. and I mean, it's so cool to to see people when we when we uh, have a CTI stop and stop at a jobber shop and see how their business is. So we get to run into people that we don't normally see. Um, uh, shout out to Steve at nacho and and Jeremy at Jeremy Clanton is now with um, Rockford Fosgate. So it was cool to see him over wow. at, at uh, Andrews shop. and um, Cool. Yeah, so we
0: wait wait, wait, wait. We now have a new speaker company. Because yes. like we yes. had we had kicker Fairly. for so long, right? Kicker right? was just like it and, and then, then when when the late great um Mr. Herb Kane. Yeah, yeah, Herb Kane, Herb Kane, yep, when as 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 when he passed and went went to Pearly Gates. Um but now we have Rockford Fosgate. That's a That's pretty right. good company. Yeah, That's Hit pretty good Jeremy
1: company. Clanton out there. He's he yeah, just yeah. uh he used to actually work for Rockford and then has now gone back. Um wow. but uh yeah, it's kinda of fun to, to Hang out and and see everybody, but it's also weird for us because
2: it's nice.
1: Well, and it's it's so warm. It it's supposed to be eighty it's today. To be eighty degrees today. Wow. Yeah,
2: I mean it's yeah. chilly for me right now, but that sun's hitting pretty good. Yeah. I, well, you got it nice. right on you
0: guys too. You're like right into the sun.
1: Yeah, yep. right into the and it's a <laughs> it's a pretty clear day, but um, yeah, it's weird though when we're doing these C T I stops, we're kind of out of the loop as to as far as what else is going on in the world, so mm-hmm. we don't really catch up with like the Jeep industry so much and, and other than, you know, talking what's going on right now locally, but that's about it. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I do got to say that uh, last time we were talking, we uh, we, we talked about, I saw this idea or this shirt from some company being sold that said um, death wobble survivor. Well, our friends over at twisted four by 4 were so excited about that, that they sent it over. Here it is. Yep.
2: We saw that's wobble
0: survivor. That's nice. cool. team twisted sent me the shirt. Appreciate it, you guys. and I also got a nice cool twisted four by four beanie cool nice and and of course, mm. twisted four by four duck. so yeah. so thank <laughs> I you very a, much. appreciate I gotta get him
2: he he might burn up he,
0: he might burn it well, you up. know he's gotta protect his forehead cause well, we don't want to do that again. He put a
2: sunblock on today or he's gonna be in trouble
0: <laughs> sunblock Jeez. yeah. Well, you know, the chemicals that are in sunblock sometimes is worse than the sun.
2: Well, you gotta get the expensive Yeah,
0: Na- you gotta get the expensive z- zinc. You know, the yes. all natural stuff that yeah. actually looks like crap on you, but at least it doesn't because the chemicals in that stuff are nasty. So looking into those chemicals, nasty, nasty.
1: Yeah. What
0: do we got going on over here in our chat? We've got um, <clears throat> Ben Benavides. Ben Benavides? Benavides, Benavides. Ben Ben saw him over at Andrews yeah had a had a blast getting the gladiator on the c t i trailer awesome awesome good and,
1: looking gladiator little bobbed bed on his jeep and
0: um yeah he he definitely, oh does he have uh, does he have the um the motor yep.
2: nice, oh it's nice. been shared a lot
0: oh yeah him cool. on the c
2: t i trailer has been shared quite a bit so
0: cool. good looking and Rick. jeep I joe nathan uh he says he says i delivered a kicker most of the time do I need to talk for them <laughs> <laughs> you all need to come back to Kicker again and maybe head up Cedar Canyon and Glencoe and do something wheeling. Now, that was that was one of my very first CTI stops that first year I did the tour. We we actually stopped at Kicker and did it at Kicker with yep. Herb's Club. Um, and then the truck did fine there and then it proceeded to break down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. and it,
0: was, it was down for four days. Um, <laughs> that was that was fun, but um, yeah, I appreciate you guys. So yeah. So how was how was the two different events? How was Andrews versus? Okay, we got let, Let's make this a little bit of competition. Who no, had more didn't. people, Andrew or, or Wolf?
1: <laughs> no. So here's a little secret. Um, there's already a ton of drama down here with uh these local clubs, these local shops. Um, talking to all of them, you know, they all try to play well together, but uh, there's also a lot of competition between them um you know i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say one way or the other that uh you know who does what they all have a great following um they all have very unique locations and they're very spread out really i mean andrew's on the very very east side of of the area out in mesa Mm. and, and uh whereas wolf is kind of more on the west side and and modern's kind of in the central location and and there's some still some shops out here that that are doing very well venture off-road of course is one of our jobbers uh, we didn't get a chance to stop by their shop but maybe in the next you know who knows what what next year looks like but they all had a decent turnout everybody really good people i mean everybody came out to to actually learn a little bit and see their rigs flex and kind of find out where their issues really are which that's that's the name of the game
0: that's true, that's true and uh and how many of those what's what's your ratio when you do these versus metal cloak customers? Well, I guess we go to a job shop like Andrew, most of his customers are getting metal cloak anyway, right so, right.
1: Uh, let's, for, them, so right. Well, it, for the most it, it, part it, I mean yeah, yeah, I don't know i I'd say we're probably running we probably run about seventy five percent of of our stuff at, at these events typically mm. um.
2: But, we're but you are talking know, about Arizona willing, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> there's some
2: big stuff out here.
1: There's some big stuff, some sharp rocks, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, even as far as when we go across country, even in a, a regular event like Easter Jeep Safari or mm-hmm. something like that, I remember 10 years ago when it was like, yeah, cool, we saw, you know, three or four of, of our lifts out there, and now it's definitely more, you know, seven out of ten kind of thing. hmm
0: Yes, yes. You know, um, I do want to say something that we, we need to make sure we acknowledge today. You get this We're live right now, but this is actually going to go out. The podcast itself won't go until Thursday morning. So you guys all get to watch this live two days early when we're doing this. So I do want to make sure that those that are listening to the podcast, that we do acknowledge that it's Thursday, December 7th. And it's something we never, ever want to forget because it's so easy to have generations go on and we forget Thursday, December 7th, a day that will live in infamy and the beginning of World War II and so many Americans of the what I consider to be the greatest generation, right? Many of us will think that's the greatest generation we've ever had. This, this generation that went off <clears throat> into World War II, came back and built a country, right? So just take a, a moment to say, you know, thank you to all those. Very few of them are still around. Very few Pearl Harbor survivors are still around. I think last count, it was only a few um, that are still Pearl Harbor survivors that are still around, World War II generation. So make sure that we take a time to thank a vet. I don't care. You know, this is not a Veterans Day thing. This is simply a time to thank a vet for being there. And if you happen to have a member of your family, you know, share the story with us because um, it is it is important. It is important. So I had to knock this off my list because otherwise we'll forget it. That's right. Um, calendar, calendar, here's the cover of yesterday's calendar. I say it's a color cause it's not printed yet. That's the cover though. That's what it looks like so far. Um, that's calendars coming out. It should be actually should be by the end of the month. We should be shipping them. So, and we have, which means probably in the next, this week, they will go live on the site for purchase. Um, We will also be giving away calendars, of course, because we usually do. We'll find a way to do some giveaways um, within this month um, for calendars, if people want to have calendars and and little things like that. We also are going to have a nice game that's going to be coming out here, if I can find it. In the past, we've given away these
2: little ornaments.
0: Ornaments. given away these ornaments in the past right and sometimes we've had hundreds of these i mean literally give away hundreds of them just randomly into boxes i've got seven left seven so and we decided we're not making more of them because it's just the amount of time to pop all these things out and stuff right Right. oh i know i'd rather make parts for customers that are waiting for parts rather than just more ornaments so we have seven of these so next week when we do the show next week, we're going to announce what the game is going to be, but we're going to have seven of these that are going to go into seven random boxes and those who find them and get back to us with them, get some incredible stuff. So <clears throat> just a little the bookkeeping there. All right. Cool. So where are, you head, where are you heading to next?
1: So actually we've got a stop up at American off-road. We're going to go see our friend Jonathan up in Las Vegas and uh, probably not going to do a CTI stop this week Um but uh, we're going to swing through there. We had kind of tried to plan to go out and see our friends at Rugged Radios, but it just doesn't work out timing-wise. Mm. So we've got coming up to Metal Cloak uh, the beginning of the week. We're actually going to spend a day or two in Vegas as, uh, as a, my birthday present uh, gets taken care of. Jesse actually got tickets for us to see U2 uh, at The Sphere
0: oh my gosh wow how long are they playing there are they just going in and out because they've
1: they've extended it so now i think it's through january february something until the super bowl i think yeah wow wow super bowl's out there
2: this year that's gonna be a madhouse
1: yeah
0: that's incredible that sphere is just this multi-billion dollar amazing weird crazy thing yeah. Just folks, to think haven't, many, if
1: folks haven't seen it. You got to go uh, there. They've, they have their own fans of the sphere on Facebook page. Mm, um, mm. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible. I mean, the inside of it is, is basically think about an IMAX on steroids. Cause it mm. is all around you
2: on crack steroids, all the well, things.
0: And, and to think about, they built the thing. They not only built it to be an entertainment inside, which was, which was expensive enough. Right. Yeah. But then somebody had the idea, well, Hey, we can make the outside cool too. And like, you know, and you have this, everybody's seen the golf shot, right? Where it's the guy's hitting the golf ball and the sphere is watching the ball go up and down, right? Just the airplane. Yeah.
1: The airplane's airplanes. (laughs) following
0: airplanes. It's just the F1 cars
1: were driving by and the little guy was watching them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: it's It's totally cool. And to think that they they had the thought that they could do the outside because there's a, there's, you know, there's some ball thing in, in, in Reno, right? And it's just for the, I think it's for the bowling alley, right? But it's just a ball. Right? right. Nobody had this thought like we're going to spend billions to have not only all the stuff on the inside, but then all the stuff on the outside, which means all the stuff on the outside has to be cleaned and taken care of. I mean, there must be some sort of cleaning system on this to just kind of keep the dust and dirt off. I mean, it, it's it's pretty incredible. How, it and is. how big is that? I mean, how many stories tall is this? Do you know?
1: Oh, stories-wise, I don't know. Yeah. I I, I think it holds – it's, it holds 30-plus thousand people. So, I mean, it's oh, a big stadium inside. It's like, an arena. it's like an arena, yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: it also has a lot of um AI robots that will interact with you. Um, they have hologram stuff. They have all kinds of new tech coming wow. out, kind of like wow. we saw at the CES show.
0: Wow. Yeah, I heard, like, sometimes when they're doing whatever, you might see something go through. Like, they could actually have almost a play inside interactive action happening, not just what you see in the screens.
1: Right. Right. And well, of you gotta, you now, gotta... This one isn't a full sphere because of course it has a flat bottom floor, but I guess right. now Dubai is building a complete sphere. sphere. Yeah. So, oh, wow. I don't know. What do you have a glass floor in the middle of it or something? I don't know.
0: that would be like Cerebo Cerebo, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. Just Right.
0: right? I got a little geeky. Um, <sighs> Hey, oh, uh, you know, I did forget that when we when we hit the button, we can actually see your guys's comments and share them with our friends. Oh, there Is we the go. CTI results of database publicly available, almost. So almost, we have almost. we had the database available for years, and then um, then the database was the original database was lost, um, and literally like like hundreds of hours of input, and that was with photos and everything. That database was lost. Um, and so since then, we've been gathering the information up on spreadsheets. And so we have this massive spreadsheet available. Now, what's happening right now is we're finally getting back to building a CTI website where the data is available for you to look up. Um, and combined with that is the tech to be able to make it le- more seamless when you're actually next year doing the CTIs. We're hoping to be able to have it, all the input on a pad or on your phone as opposed to having to handwrite it all on paper. And so that allows the data to go in. It goes into the system, adds it right away. So we're, we're working on all of that. Um, it's something that we've been wanting to do for a while, but just wasn't prioritized. So once we have that, that'll be back up and running. You'll be able to see the 10,000 CTIs that we have and be able to search by, you know, hey, I want to see what a metal cloak lift on a Jeep with 37s gets on average. And you'll see all the ones of that or with a Rubicon Express lift or any Rock crawler, any of the other lifts that we've, tracked over the years and it's all based on the information that we are given so if the right. attendee the attendee says i have a i don't know what lift i have well that information becomes useless so it just goes into a a, a side you know
1: and it goes basically. both ways guys so remember when we have you fill out that that information and you're as specific as you possibly can be a lot of guys will say well it's a metal cloak lift well a medical cloak lift consists of more than just our springs
2: for so
1: if you have our springs and then you have somebody else's control arms, it's somebody else's shocks. That isn't really our three and a half inch kit. Nope. So right. again, right. it's, it's hard to, a lot of guys we get do a lot
2: of correcting.
1: Yeah. We, we kind of have to read between the lines and go, yeah. okay, what, what do you have? Um, but uh, yeah. And, and we have that conversation. Oh. Every time we, we start the trailer these days, uh, mm-hmm. I have a little powwow with the drivers and we talk a little bit about that system of components. So um, people always say, well, how come your, your signs say that, you know, I should get 900 and I got 780? Well, because you've got certain pieces, parts, or you've got some other limiting factors going on. And that is always an issue, whether it's a, a full width stock fender flare, or if it's bump stops, bigger tires, all of that stuff plays into to the equation. So
0: <clears throat> That's right. That's right. It's all, remember, we talked before about systems, right? We like to build systems. Jerry H says, "Morning,
2: <laughs> morning, morning, Jerry.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. It is morning, and I'm still trying to get my mind work- working. I'm not. My cleverness factor hasn't come into play.
1: We're we're playing in between time zones again, so of course yeah. we come down to Arizona, and Arizona doesn't play the the uh, back you know, and
2: forth, back which is no. probably the best no. idea ever because it's been six o'clock for a good start.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah." Yeah, so yeah. you come to Arizona, you got to go. Now we're same time as Colorado, but then you know, thirty minutes from now, will be the same time as California, and it, it's it's um, it's tough. <laughs>
0: All right, I got This from Ben. Can Corey Jesse confirm that a Gladiator back east laid down a thirteen hundred on the trailer?
1: That is correct, and that was Hatch's. <laughs> that was Hatch's Gladiator, and there's that been is. a lot or a hutch. Sorry, um, that's there's been a whole lot of talk about that and what he was aired down to and what how to how did that happen and and you know what guys you can you can max out the trailer take your shocks off you can max out the trailer all day long um, <laughs> what
2: is the point of but that? what's
1: the point so again right. different different vehicles are all going to perform differently the exact same kit on two different vehicles we'll probably get different scores. It's it's really a, a matter of all the small things that we talk about when we're going through stuff on the CTI trailer, mm-hmm. um, it's all the little, it can be something as simple as a bolt uh, hitting the rear from the sway bar. Uh, there's more pressure involved. Uh, tire pressure is a huge thing. Width of the tire can be a huge thing, like all of these things. So, yep, and guess what? I've had about 25 rigs max the trailer out. But they're buggies. But most of the time, they're they're not full bodied rigs, and you probably wouldn't want to drive any of them on the road because it'd be like driving a slinky.
0: <laughs> yep, back in the day. Yeah. You know, it it really has. They've come a long way. I mean, technology's definitely yeah. come a long way. But I remember, you know, used to try to take those old buggies and race them out on the racetrack, and they were just like slinkies, I and mean, they had no support. Right. The idea that the what they build today, and there was a point in time where it was even hard for a buggy to max out the CTI trailer, but yep. technology changes, technology grows. The new CTI trailer we're working on, which, um, is still probably will not be ready for, for next season, um, is promising to have taller lifts. So with the idea that we can go a little bit taller, it's time world has changed. So let's go a little bit taller, do a little bit more flex, um, and, uh, and see if we can, uh, you know, let them better, just kind of pushes the industry along a little bit more. They can do better. They can do better.
1: That's right. You know, guys get really caught up in that number. That number isn't a, a number that judges how capable your rig is off-road or where what trails it can do. It has nothing to do with any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we talk about a system of components. Um, my LJ scores 1160. My Gladiator scores just over 1,000. Yeah, my Gladiator gets over 1,000. And that's on 38s with all our metal cloak suspension with six-pack shocks. So, again, it's it's not so much about what that number is. It's more about as a tool to see what kind of clearance and issues you're having and making sure those pieces parts are all working together. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, all right. We got uh, Drew Shively says he is installing gears in my gladiator this weekend. Wish me luck. (laughs) Yes. yeah, Good good luck. luck.
2: Hopefully. yeah, yeah.
0: Gears are not something I would do myself. Um, Thankfully. I know some people that are really good at it. Not something I would do myself.
2: Well, with all the problems with the JL and J T switching gears out is it's like a crapshoot sometimes. It, yeah, it is, we're
1: we're hearing is. lots and lots of fun stories with gear swaps. So mm. uh and then uh Mark O'Neill
0: says, When is Ribicon Trail typically open? Would like to do it in twenty twenty four. It all depends on the snow, no, my friend. It all depends on the snow. So last year it was we were still snowing there, in April, May, right? July. And 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 you and technically it's open year round. Technically it is never right. closed. Just whether or not because it is a county road, it's not a trail. Um, it cannot be closed unless there's a major, major reason. In fact, they tried closing it this last year, and that was a big, uh, big blue, brouhaha because they're not supposed to close it. So mm-hmm. technically, when it's loaded up with snow, you can go wheel it. Should you? Probably not. Probably not. Um, and Are you so, gonna pray? Probably so. Yeah. Something's going to happen. And so there are guys that will do it all the time, but they're the guys that go do the Rubicon like every weekend. I mean, they're locals. And so when they go out in the snow, they know where they're going. They know exactly what they're doing. So, um, it really just comes into, you know, when is the time now I will say that once the snow melts away and Jeepers Jamboree happens, for a lot of people, it's the perfect time right after Jeepers Jamboree because the trail has gone through a bunch of repairs for Jeepers Jamboree. And you know, Jeepers Jamboree, Jeep Jamboree, and then you have a chance to go out and do the trail. It's really nice that time of the year. Otherwise, it, like I said, it's open year round. You just go do it whenever you want. You go do it right now if you want <clears> to. <throat> so,
1: yeah, yeah. A good um, rule of thumb is always, you know, that third week of June, but you also have to remember that um, during those times when it opens, it's an extremely busy, heavily used trail. So yes. you want to, there's, there's always groups. You can usually check out Friends of the Rubicon pages and see what groups are scheduled to be out there when. Um, lots of clubs go out there. We, we get the same thing in, in Colorado asked all the time. Well, when's Black going to be open? Well, it didn't open last year at all. Mm. So again, and, that's, and then everybody says, well, that's that's not right. They can't do that. Well, I'm not sure who you're thinking they are. But um, it turns out that the Forest Service and the BLM, and that's a whole another conversation we can get into about it, how, what they do for management. But um, those those trails just they 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 close them up, and that's just the way it is.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. and they, and that's they can do that. So difference between the Rubicon being a county road and right. uh, trails being under the management of the Forest Service, they can close and open whatever they want. Um Tim McNulty has a gladiator with a game changer lift on a sport, but his question is how many bump pads should be installed running 35s? Okay, so the right question is what shocks are you running? What kind of, you know, ultimately this is why we do the CTI as well, right? Um, and you can do it yourself. You can flex things out. I mean, the reality is that you you're constantly testing. If you have rock sport shocks, you need to have more bump stops than if you have six-pack shocks or if you have another brand of shocks. So please just give the give the shop a call um at 916-631-8071 the guys here are happy to help with your build happy to help how you're doing stuff and that we can get some more you'd have rock sports um uh, so generally we generally we say about 3 um, inches on rock sports
2: just depends on what you want yep. yeah if you don't but want the rocks- tire touching your fenders then you want more bump
0: in this case, with the rock sports, you just kind of keep the rock sports from being totally collapsed, right? Right. Correct. Also, do you have do you have um, stock jounces or do you have duro springs? If you have duro right. springs, they add an extra inch, so then you have less bumps. So it all depends on how your system works together. And the cool thing about the way we built the bump stops is that you can pull them in or out. It doesn't take, you don't have to tear things right. apart, right? So you can put three on there, go drive it around and go, wow, I'm hitting hard. Or well, maybe that's okay. So maybe you need to go down to two and put two in there. And so you can easily take them in and out. So uh, probably with Rock Sports, I'd start with three and uh, and then go from there.
1: Thank Good you, Good stuff. I mean, remember, folks, the, the, the purpose for the bump stop is so that you're not using your shocks as the bump stop. Um, or tearing up a fender or an inner fender well, things like that. So, right. Um,
0: (coughs) Jeff Stark says, what's up, bud?
1: Hey, I know that name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, okay. So, um, we talked a little bit about the Overland Rocklander kits last week. You brought those up and, um, and they are in, they're actually on the site for both JL and JT. And I went to our engineers and said, okay, so what does this actually mean? Like, what does that actually mean that we have these Rocklander kits? How much more weight can somebody actually carry? Um, <laughs> Corey's shaking his head going, no,
1: "No no, no. No, Guys, a suspension lift does not change how much weight your rig can carry. That well, has but, nothing to do with how much weight your rig can hold just because it sits level and you have 10,000 pounds in the bed of your rig that That's not how this works. Your your rig is limited by its weight rating from the factory. The lift has no no place in that number.
0: That's true. That's true. Now with the rating of the coils, though, because one of the rings that we did with the Overland kits is go okay. So you're going to we talked about this right. So with the change in the coil rates, it means that you can have a more level rig when you right. have more put in onto it it, right so so (laughs) if you overload it it goes to a certain point but if you load it up so basically what these the new overland kits are allowing for is about 400 pounds more than you would usually carry um, on a JL, and about 600 pounds more than you usually carry on a jt so that so if you are jt and you have your setup with all your different things it's about 600 pounds more stuff on it for 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 camping that's what it's going to allow, so yeah, that's and the guys, purpose. I, I it. would
1: recommend you go to the go to the dump, go to a, a scale, go somewhere that you can get your vehicle weighed. I think the Gladiator is like seventy four fifty. That's it, seven thousand four hundred and fifty pounds. If you're more than that, that vehicle is overloaded, overweight. It again, you're 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 playing a little bit of roulette there because all of a sudden brake ratings uh Your stopping distance is greatly increased. The frame, the rear end, all of those things, bearings inside the wheels, like all of that stuff, is going to get so what,
0: just. What is your Gladiator wear? Wait, what is yours? I,
1: I use it when we're fully loaded. Like when we go to Tillamook, that's seventy four hundred pounds. Yep. We'll so push what's it sto- right what, there what the what is a stock
0: one without? What's it, what is the stock one, Mike? Um, I think gladiator? that they.
1: I think that the. Uh, Cargo capacity is only around 750 or something like that.
0: Well, they promoted the cargo capacity at 1600, but um, that but if you weigh if you put 1600 pounds in that, it stink bugs. But that's what they promoted, um, when when they came out with the gladiator. And you can put 1600 yeah, pounds on it, but it it goes all the way down. But that's supposedly what you're supposed to, to put in that into that, bed.
1: yeah. It, it, because <laughs> stock, there's no way that my gladiator weighs 5800 pounds, that's just that's just not going to happen, right? Um I, I think stock with nothing, I mean, because of aftermarket skid plates, uh, a rack, a tent, all of that kind of stuff, as it sits static with with nothing really in it as far as gear goes, um, I guarantee you I'm probably 6,400 pounds right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, but again, the, po- the point of the Overlander kits was to, um, to be able to allow you to have a more level system designed right. to work with you when you have camping gear especially and then again these are designed for the guy who has camping gear all the time right right like like i do like you do where we don't just take it off we're going out and loading it up and taking it off so if you have a jail and you load up your kids and everything for camping on a trip you don't want an overlander kit if you have a jail where you're constantly running a tent um or other equipment and you have other stuff at the back or like some of our friends where they don't have kids the entire back of the jail's you know, loaded up with plywood and, and, um, and other different parts and different things and baskets and all kinds of fun stuff to make your you'll know, be able to live out of the thing. <clears throat> then you want to look at something like an overlander
1: kit. That's right. So on, on my gladiator, um, fully loaded 7,400 pounds with our kit, that thing sits perfectly level. And the nice thing about it is when it's empty, when I take all my gear, my fridge and stuff out of there, it doesn't come up, you know, two inches. It's not like our springs are like giant slinky things. It, it actually only sits about maybe three-quarters of an inch to an inch higher maximum with everything out of it. So I know the guys go, well, I have airbags. I can carry as much as I want. Nope.
2: <laughs> sorry. You break axles if you get stuck. Sorry. It's not how yeah. it works.
0: Airbags and uh, – air- sorry, but airbags are really not good for flexing anyway. That's I like, right. you know, these air suspensions are fine, but they just – that's something that gets in the way. It literally and gets it in the way. It doesn't change
1: how much that vehicle can tow or carry or anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We all just need cyber trucks now. <laughs> cyber trucks that can carry that can you know beat a Porsche nine eleven while towing a Porsche nine eleven.
1: So I saw an image of us of a cyber truck with a sliding camper that somebody has already made for them
0: Yeah. Yeah. Little sliding <laughs> camper system. Yeah. Um, and there's mm-hmm. the others that are actually designing it, like to take the, the back of the Cybertruck and lift it up. I mean, it's just although it's funny, I did see an image comparison of the Cybertruck with a camper system on it that looks a lot like the Aztec with a camper system mm-hmm. on it. Remember the Aztec? Yep, yep, yes, the Pontiac Aztec. That was that seemed like a cool concept at the time, but it was just a badly built car,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, it was so, wasn't uh, that a Pontiac, it was Pontiac, wasn't
0: it? Yep, yeah, yeah, Pontiac Aztec, yep, yeah 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 i thought it was like oh that's cool man like you know that was but
1: the yeah. ultimate car camping rig right
0: right right <laughs> uh but yeah the, the, the my favorite though my favorite cybertruck commercial is the one with the um the robots where the uh what do they call them? what's oculus i think it's not oculus that's the that's it, it that's what the, do they call the it? It's optimus optimus, optimus is the name. yeah Optimus is the name of his robots so the three robots come out one's driving the Cybertruck in the, and then the other one's shooting it with a Tommy gun I mean I don't know the guys over it must be fun to do marketing for Tesla and for Cybertruck and for SpaceX because they just they're giving free reign to just have fun
1: right for sure
0: yeah and of course they have a lot of more money than we do but um <laughs> let's see
1: hey where's those black shocks? <laughs>
0: I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Dunham <laughs> says squeaky track bar and a TJ fix.
1: Squeaky track bar?
0: Well, and so whose track bar do you have? Is it stock? Mm-hmm. If it's stock, you'd probably just need to need another one. But is it, um, it have
2: lines on it? Yeah. yeah. It, can, I
0: mean, can it? What is it? Whose, whose do you have? Um, you know, you don't have ours yet because ours isn't yet released.
1: And, and you know what? <laughs> WD-40 fixes it all squeaks.
0: That's true. That's true. Maybe temporary, but it does fix. <laughs> all
1: right and then we
0: have uh jeep Eye joe nathan says i wish there was a system that shows how it affects the toe rating numbers you mean the like weight that would be interesting that would be interesting so but but different gladiators have different toe ratings as well because you it's not Depending just out on- of the box
1: what that's right yeah right.
2: sport to rubicon they have different
1: yeah sports to rubicon usually the the Rubicon's a little bit heavier so the actual uh <clears throat> carrying capacity is different it's just like a a 1500 versus a 2500 truck and yeah. and all of that so
0: well and then you could get the like there's many sports that had the towing package on it when i was first right. getting my gladiator a choice between a sport with a towing package or the rubicon right yeah. um that you also have the, the mojave is mojave better rated for towing than a rubicon do we know
1: I don't know that. I, I mean, remember. that's a. I know that you can have. You can probably spend a good week going down rabbit holes. Just just Google <laughs> Max Toe, and right. it's a it's a big deal out there in the Gladiator world. So,
0: yeah. sure, sure. Bruce Gary says, "Is the rod end on the driver's side of a drive link the left hand thread? Not sure if I stripped locked nut or ended, but I need to replace. Just a lazy question. <laughs> so, the rod end on the driver side of the drag link, the left hand thread." Left, right, left, right, left, right.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to put my hand on it. And, I mean, it might be.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you never really have to twist it either. You, just, you know, the whole point is to twist the tie rod.
1: Right. One so end is twist. opposite than the other. Yeah. So, so if you twisting the tie the rod. If one is right hand, then that one will be left hand. Yep.
0: Um, and if she's twisting the tie rod, and if it's fine, but um, you need to replace. But just give us a call. If we, we can always send you another nut and um, not a big deal and make sure that it's all good taken care of. So just give us a call, 916-631-8071. The
1: nuts typically have a left-hand threaded nut will have little uh, marks in the nut itself to justify that that's a left-hand thread versus a right-hand thread. Um, something to take a look at.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ben Benavides says, Sounds like that might be a good setup for a motor-built bobbed bed rig as that bed is around 500 pounds on its own. Yeah, additional weight. I know they didn't, did they make that, that's, is that bed out of aluminum
1: or steel? Um, I think think Ben should answer that. Um, I tell you what, it's a clean install and it's all very modular. So each of those little panels, literally, Mm. he said he did it in his driveway and, and it was a pretty slick little setup. He doesn't want to do the, Uh, the thing. yeah, he did. He, um, he wants to do the crawler thing. And I think that's a good looking, uh, bed for the gladiator for sure.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah no it is it's a great looking it's a great looking product says ben says yeah they have both options
1: yeah. Gotcha. um yeah I, 500 pounds that seems kind of heavy for but i you know he has a rack that's going to go in the back and give him some additional storage because it really does make the bed just you know it, it's really short so yeah
0: yeah medical long arm rear track bar wd-40
1: got it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yes. if it's giving you grief, of course, if the end is messed up or anything like that, uh, please reach out to us.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Mike, when are the metal bypass shocks going to be available? Okay, so first off, they're not bypass shocks. Let's be clear on that. They are reservoir shocks. Um, but yeah, metal clip. We're we are a long ways away from getting to bypass technology. That uh, you know, getting bypass shocks. But the the reservoir shocks are. Super, super close. In fact, like we said before, we had some orders that we fulfilled. Uh, we we're trying to solve one particular tech issue. I think we talked about it last week. Yeah. Um, and because we just wanna make sure that that is totally exactly the way we want it before we start shipping. Uh, we have been told, and this is where I'm talking with my production guy because that and our engineering and production engineering, production engineering, production engineering, that we are like shipping in January. That's what I've been told. But we keep running into little barriers that because here's the thing, unlike a company might say, we designed a good product, let's just move forward with it. We go, oh, wait, what about this? Oh, wait, what about this? Oh, wait, what about this? I mean, we've already made changes to just the selector, right? Made the selector bigger, easier to hold, changed it, threw away all the ones we had already machined and um, and changed it because we wanted it to be better. We had, Oh wait, we can do this. So we're making little rev changes before we go into full production on it. And once we are in full production, we'll probably still make rev changes because we'll get feedback from you guys and out there, but they have been running. They have been out there. We've got them on our rigs. We've been playing with them and the feedback so far has been incredible. So those that do have them have been telling us that they love them. Uh, now it's just a matter of, getting it into the production point where we're going okay good we know we can start production and we know that we consistently make them every single day so that we don't have any like oh well we sold 10 okay now we're out 10 sets are gone now we got to wait another month we want to be able to be consistent so there's a lot of work to do that make sure we have the machinery everything to be able to make those because again we're making these in-house guys we're not just getting a boatload of them over and then we go oh cool We now we have boatload to sell it's make them in-house keep the production going working on it, getting the JT, getting the JK, getting the TJ, getting the boom, 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 boom out. So um, it is, it is a process. And at this point, I am hoping that we can be a great Christmas present for everybody to be able to go live with them before, before Christmas.
1: Yeah. I think that um, I I think a lot of folks and, and even us, I, you know, we, we are, we are such a different kind of company and we've talked about this for Mm. many, many years. We're, at the end of the day, Metalcloak's a manufacturer. The fact that we're as, uh, as as seen and as available and people can actually call the office and we make these changes, I mean, th- from a manufacturing perspective, how rare is that? You don't call up Curry or Dynatrack and go, "Hey." Uh, can we change this to add this little thing like that? Just we don't do that. And the feedback that we get from doing the CTI tour and going to a lot of events and seeing what's out there and what's working and what's not working and how we can modify things to work better. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, I think that's pretty rare and it's one of the reasons that um, we we enjoy doing what we do so much. So
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the fun part about it, by the way, again, thanks again for this twisted four by four. Beanie, like, so that's that's nice. It's a nice beanie. I'm mean, gonna have to steal this and make a metal cloak version. It's nice, nice and warm. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, Ben. I already sh- shared it with everybody, but Ben said, "Yeah, it's three sixteenths thick side. Like, it's it's basically armor, so it's heavy. It is heavy." Um, and Mike Gossin said he saw a set on a 2023 red 392 the other day, parked at Lowe's. Hmm, I wonder who that was. I wonder who that was where was that? Um <laughs> and then Giovanni Contreras says, Metal Cloak, fire. Yes.
1: Nice. <laughs> nice. Hi,
0: Giovanni. Appreciate you joining us. Okay, so um man, Christmas is here. Like Christmas time. Very Guys, nice. if you go to our if you go to our website and click on the you know on the homepage, you'll see that there's a list of products that are just great little Christmas presents. And by the way, Even though we're shipping everything pretty darn quickly, if you do order something big, like you want to give somebody a suspension system and it may not get to you by Christmas, it might. I mean, we're shipping stuff every single day. You can always say, hey, I really want it for Christmas. And then we might just throw a T-shirt in there and send you the T-shirt right away so that you can have that under the tree, right? So we always want to make sure you have something to give for Christmas, Um, whether it's for yourself, for your rig. For your loved one because you know we all need to buy somebody a suspension system for their for their christmas present it's right? really
1: weird for us to think about december when it's going to be 80 <laughs> degrees in phoenix today i just it's so odd and then it is warm for them right now they were talking about it this morning um and actually in vegas it's only supposed to be like 69 so it's just a an arizona thing but um, that's
0: weird well I, we yeah. had a california international marathon on sunday which usually it rains and it's cold and it was a beautiful beautiful it rained on saturday and it was beautiful i mean it was, the, it was probably the best cim i've ever seen hmm. i mean I've, i ran a leg i ran six miles of the cim once and it was rain it was cold i did the first leg i started out i had like a trash bag on me right i sucked at it it was terrible um i did not you know you <laughs> it's one thing to rain and to run in the oh it's nice i'm running in the sun and then to you know Nobody practices or right? I don't didn't practice in the cold and the rain and trying yeah, to keep no. the body warm and it's all locking up. And yeah, so, but, uh, that was, yeah, that was, it was beautiful. So the weather out here has been great.
1: Well, I was, I know that we had some snow back home, which of course, Colorado needs it. I think it's all pretty much gone now looking at the cameras. So, um, but I know that the passes, the mountain passes were getting hit pretty hard. So yeah, if you're traveling and you're trying to get somewhere, um, be careful out there. Cause I'm sure that storm is headed east. Yep. Yes, East. Um,
0: okay, so we have. Uh, God, what are the What are the news has been in? Like, what's the big thing in the news lately? Besides I, the I got four nothing. by e recall.
1: Yeah, the four by e thing keeps coming up, and people are still talking about that. And you know the fact that yeah, don't park near a building, and don't don't recharge your Jeep before you get it in for the recall. Um, I think I that's notice. an interesting.
2: A bunch of four by e's up front and center by the road out here in Phoenix, a lot of them. So, huh. trying yeah. to get them, they said they're putting monthly payments and how much down, and they're trying to push them out the door. So,
0: mm, wow, well, uh, it turns out the Renegade is dead.
2: Oh, do that interesting. So the,
0: uh, the the Fiat 500, um, and the rent Jeep Renegade, which I think were kind of built on the same platform, aren't they? Pretty they're much sharing the same <laughs> chassis. Um, but yeah they're those are dead says so that uh jeep cuts renegade from lineup in u.s and canada yep um for 2024 which i thought the renegade was kind of a cute rig i mean it, it was it was cute It was you know i don't know why they'd cut it because it's good probably it was good and fuel efficient but they don't want it so
1: isn't it i mean you think about it and the compass um they were yeah both of those were kind of like you know you're not getting a uh, a, a two-speed transfer case out of either of those. So
0: right, right. Um, hmm, they're already talking about doing a facelift on the Ford Bronco, guys. I'm just looking up Google News to talk about. So <laughs> uh,
2: just talk, it'll come. Yeah, that's um. All <laughs> you have to do is say it out loud, and it will pop up for you.
0: That's that's right. That's right. That's it. Following yep. us. The, the, the,
1: the Bronco thing. I mean, it's interesting talking to shops. There's definitely the, the, the loyal Jeep owners out there have, they still don't want to, they don't want to have anything to do with the Broncos. And, um, and then there's the shops that are kind of embracing it, but the shops that we've talked to that, that know what the bronco is they're not modifying them to go off-road they're modifying them to be more unique and customizing them to what the, the folks want to do whether it's going to the mall or or going across country or whatever um yeah the whole heavy off-road use i just i i don't know i mean don't know how far that's going to get before you start going well let's go to a solid axle and now we have something we can go wheel eh, i don't know Yeah. You know, the guys that
0: the guys that have them and and there's we know lots of Jeep owners who bought the Bronco and whether it's a case of um, whether it's a case of the the I bought something, therefore I have to mentally reinforce it. Or that it's actually effective. They enjoy doing it. They enjoy going out there. Now, I will say, like driving our own Bronco, one of the things I like about the Jeep is I like the narrow hood. I like being able to see my right. tires, right? Yeah. There's a, we were talking about, somebody wanted to create a camera system that showed, because they have that, that you know, 360, the 360 degree camera, right? But you can't really see the tires. But imagine right. a camera yeah. system where you can actually see where your tire was at when you're trying to put it over that rock instead of hanging your head out way out here. over some, You know, and trying to see it. But you just can't see. But it's just a personal preference thing. Like I, right. I know guys that wheel like they, have they, they, they like, that's fine. They wheel rigs like that and they're okay with it. I like to see my tires. I like to know where they're sitting. I like to, you know, know where I'm placing them. And it happens to be with a Bronco, you get more flex if you go with a narrower, uh, like a a tire that comes in, you don't suck it in, you don't put a short little backspacing and shove it out, you actually have a bigger backspacing so that it sits in, you get a better operational flex out of it than if you shove it out, and then it hits into the fenders. So, um, you don't get the chance to have the big tires, the meat sitting out there and looking at it, it's just harder to do. but. Well, we know.
1: did have a, a Rivian the, on the trailer. The oh, you standards. did. Yeah, the, the, SUV. Is, the SUV Rivian. Ah. Um, yeah, Steve over at Nacho uh, brought one out, and uh, you know it's kind of a unique thing. It's got a, it's got an airbag suspension on them from the factory that you can actually raise them up and down a few inches. Um, you know, it 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 has street tires on it as it should have, and and uh, it didn't. I think it scored like four. It's same. Something. It's the same as the Bronco. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't crazy. But uh, you know, the fact that he it was kind of cool to have it on the trailer. I tell you what, (laughs) if we could figure out the under skid plate system on these electric vehicles, of course, there's there's nothing under there. It's it's basically a flat piece of UHF. Well, this one is just plastic, but It is literally flat. There is nothing hanging down under these electric vehicles. And, Mm. of course, then you get better gas mileage, too. It's more aerodynamic.
0: Sure, sure. Airflow. Uh, Hey, Angie Wolf says, uh, good morning, friends. Keep your snow. We shovel sunshine here.
1: That's right. (laughs) There you go. Of
0: course, that's Angie Wolf with Wolf Off-Road. And uh, Ben says, renegade is dead, but the grill lives on with the new Wrangler and Gladiator. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, kind of.
2: I, I mean, that statement. I don't
0: like it much. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Hey, it's Tim Boyd. Merry Christmas to all of you and your families. Hey, hey Tim. Tim. Hey, it's been a long time. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like doing this live thing just because when we can't think of anything to say, we have other people saying stuff for us.
1: <laughs> well, and usually when we're when we stop for a day, I we get some time and can accumulate some some news and what's going on in the world, but. uh uh we're kind of on the fly today. So Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing. You know, that's why I've got the Google here. I'm supposed to Google things or chat GPT them or whatever the hell the world is about now these days. Ah, there we go. Rustlin says, God bless Metal Cloak. Rustlin is oh. one of our guys here in the team.
1: Nice. Hey
0: Russ, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, you know, we actually had a um, we had a Metal Cloak uh, rowing team. Um that because there was a there was a rowathon that a gym that I'm a part of did as part of oh, a, right, a fun, right. fundraiser for a group called Aim, and Aim is one of these incredible incredible organizations that rescues people from human trafficking, and specifically human tra- sex trafficking. They have their own SWAT team, and they literally go in and they go into places like they I think spent a lot of time in Cambodia, um, mm. and going in and, and and rescuing girls. I mean girls, not women, but girls from these sex, you know, trafficking locations and stuff. It's pretty, pretty incredible. But we did this big rowathon, and uh, there was a metal cloak team, and they came in in the top five. I mean, it was nice. pretty awesome. It was, they did an awesome, awesome job. I think they were somewhere. They were like, I think they were third, second, or third in overall numbers. It was pretty incredible. Um, they That's did awesome. Great job.
1: Very cool.
0: oh Alejandro. Alejandro. I love Metal Cloak, it's the best. Hey, hello Alejandro. How you doing, buddy? Yes. I love Metal Cloak. Yeah, it's this is just see, I just I'm just gonna hang out here while people say I love Metal Cloak. It just gives me a big smile on my face. It's all
2: warm and fuzzy. That's right. Uh, that's right.
0: Yes. So Christmas is here, guys. Again, take advantage of the Christmas sales or not Christmas sales, but the sales of items that are specific for Christmas, meaning that there are great Christmas presents out there that you can get um, that will ship immediately. And if you have this something, if it is a Christmas present, if you order anything right now and it's a Christmas present, make sure to let the team know, right? We will do our best to make sure it gets out there. If it's, if you want to try to have it um, under the tree in time for the tree, let us know. Okay. That well, means, and you know, there's an
1: awful lot of ways to be helping, um, t- support charities and, and there's a lot of toy drives out there mm. and all of that stuff. Is, yes. I think we're getting dusted by an air force jet. Um, so Uh-oh. again, go trails. ring a bell, ring a bell for Salvation Army. Yes. Um, donate your time. do do organize a trash pickup for, for tread lightly. Um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things this time of year, you can use that time as a family and do some things together. And I think it'll go a long way. I mean, we're going to, uh, to try to participate in some toy drive type stuff. And, and, uh, you know, your, your local, your local chamber of commerce, your local salvation army, all of those things have ways for you to help. And this is that time of year. So, Mm -hmm.
0: Which reminds me, thanks for thanks for mentioning it. It Reminds me, reminds me, we're doing one here, yeah, on the 16th. Cool. So, are you guys now? When do you guys leave? Probably right before that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. So we have our Christmas party on the 14th. On the 16th, we're doing a combination with NorCal Rock Racing and 916 Jeeps and Coffee. Um, or cars and coffee, excuse me, cars and coffee. So, um, we're going to, we're meeting about it, but it was basically, they wanted to do a toy drive. We said here, use our parking lot. So we're going to come on out here, big awesome. toy drive, get it all promoted out. You guys drop off toys. We'll get the toys delivered. Um, I'm not sure which group we're going to do for, um, most likely I want to do toys for tots. Cause you know, it's always cool to give things to Marine Corps guys yeah. and have them come pick it up in their uniforms. I mean, that's just, that just, that's that just right. makes you feel badass. So, um, so yeah definitely the 16th. Everybody mark it on your calendar. It's going to be from nine to noon right here at Metal Cloak on Saturday, the 16th. Um, Cool. Yeah, cool. Well, you know, I know this is you guys got to get back on the road. We appreciate everybody for joining us. Um, Raul. Hey, hey, Raul, how you doing, buddy? Uh, Raul says, I love working here. Well, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. And then uh, benefits of long arm versus mid arm suspension on road drivability and off road performance. Well, guess what? If you go to the Metal Cloak, Home uh, website and you click on the blog link. I wrote a brief little synopsis about long arm versus short arm, and uh, take a look at that. And I'm going to add more to it because I really want to go down that. I, I, it, to some degree, it is a matter of personal preference. All right, so, I prefer short arm over long arm for a number of reasons, but. If you are into high speed, especially on like a JL or a JT, at high speed, and you want to do high speed desert stuff, then a full long arm is probably what you want to do because you have that rear long arm works better in that high speed. If you're just going for rock crawling, like our short arm, our mid arm kits have as much We're flex in most cases than a long arm. Um, and And even then doing our hybrid system where it's the long arm front and the DB3 rear is highly functional. And it, it does, so it really depends on what you want to do. If you really kind of want to be the cool guy with the long arm kit, that's fine. But it's, you know, 25 hours of labor to to install because you're cutting off brackets, you're doing all kinds. Of, even though it's a bolt-on kit, it's still about 20, 25 hours of labor to have a shop do it or do it yourself. So, um, so it really just becomes, I prefer a mid-arm because it, it does all the performance that I need. And um, you must
1: be, we must be uh, watching the same uh, discussions going on on social media because, um, <laughs> yes, yeah, this has come up recently, and there's a whole bunch of talk about, you know, well, everybody. I mean, back in the day, I remember when, you know, when the TJ was. That was what you had was the TJ and the long arm made such a huge difference. Well, that was because the angle of those control arms on a short arm lift. If you went very tall, if you got bigger than four inches, those control arms are almost straight up and down. So what happens right. with vibration is that goes straight into the frame when that tire hits a, a rock or anything else. And over the years, we we've all kind of had it in our brains and we've got accustomed to long arms, better, long arms, better, but it's definitely not always the case. And it just kind of depends on what you want to do. I mean, the reason that we developed the DB3 bracket was because literally with a with a mid-arm kit and a lot of horsepower, you could hit the gas in the red JK and that thing would change lanes. And, and literally that stability came from changing those rear control arms to drop them down to the geometry of a long arm system, that thing would track perfectly square. So again, it just kind of depends on, on what you're doing. Everybody says, well, those DB3 brackets, they hang up. Well, guess what, guys? It's the long arm is gonna hit the rock as well. So it's the same angle. But again, it just kind of depends on what you want. I, I will say that nine times out of ten, a, a long arm system is gonna be more comfortable on the road just because the angles are less severe. But uh yeah, six in mm. one hand, half dozen mm. the other depends on what you're doing with your Jeep.
0: Depends on what you're doing your Jeep and how you like things. I mean, and comfort is relative, right? I don't yes. like long arms on a TJ because it feels too floaty to me. I don't like yeah. the floatiness. Right. I I like I like feeling the road. I I, I like the cart racer. I want to be close to the ground and feel feel everything on the road. So I like that where it's just so it's a personal preference. Right. Yep. But and it, So it has to do with performance, what you're trying to do with it, what you want to do. Now, I will sell long arms to guys every day, but we do talk people out of long arms. We talk people out of six packs when it's not something they need. Right. And um, and, and so we want to go down the path of what you really want. And I really want to kind of emphasis emphasize this. You know, one of the things Corey and Jesse do when they're out on the road and we do here at Metal Cloak is we want to help you with your build. Right. And then we're not just here to help you with metal cloak products. Like, if you have questions about your build, you're trying to understand what tire size you should run. You're trying to understand what wheels you should do. Should you do bead locks or not do bead locks? If you're trying to understand anything about your build and you really want to help try to have what your long term plan is, talk to Corey and Jesse when they're out there. Give us a call here at Metal Cloak. Send us a message. Send us an email. We're here to help you with your build, right? We've been doing this for years now. And it's not just a Metal Cloak product, right? And yes, Metal Cloak has a lot of products over a bunch of different categories. But we are here to help you do the best possible build that you can do based on our experience and what you're trying to achieve and then you have your plan out and then over the next year you're building that plan or whatever you're planning on doing um a will dunham says you keep the 50s diner in the building we did we turned it into our break room um it's uh it is became our break room it's it's a little bit different than it was when it was set up so it's not really a diner anymore but it has that same look and uh we kind of cleaned it up got rid of the bar um and put things back in but yeah we kept that whole that whole look in. you got uh, trucks coming in yes we do Nice. Nice. Awesome. All right. Well, Hey uh, guys, we appreciate all of you for joining us on this, another live episode. And of course the cool thing about this is this, this now goes straight out to the world. So the podcast won't go live until Thursday morning, but all the rest of you who are on the video watching this, get to see this show now. So appreciate you joining us. We'll do it again next week. I know that last week I had said I would do it Wednesday. I can't do it tomorrow. So we did it today next week i think we can do it on wednesday um and you guys will be be in in house so we're gonna try to figure that one out how we can do the whole thing video wise? maybe we'll have to do it maybe we'll have to do upstairs in the in the uh um, green room in the green room yep but (laughs) anyway all right well look forward to seeing you guys next week um for all of our modern jeepers love you appreciate you and we'll see you on the trails
2: cheers see ya
0: this podcast will self-destruct in five, four, three, two.